Look at Talk, new episode starts now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Look at Talk podcast. It's your pod, Boss Victor. And of course, I'm on some looking today. And I got a guest with me today. She's hailing out of D.C. She is Jasmine from the Listening to Your Single Friend podcast. It's in the house. We got a single friend in the podcast. Yes. Us single people in the house. Jasmine, how <laughs> you doing today? And welcome to Look at Talk. I'm great. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. I'm ready. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm I'm happy you're ready. I'm ready too. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you for coming on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so tell, let's get right into it. Tell people about your podcast. Listen to your single friend. Yeah, so uh, listen to your single friend. I always tell people, like, the title is a misnomer. It's like a joke, because, like, I mean, you know, you've heard men say this. Like, why y'all always listening to your single girlfriends? They don't know what they're talking about. They just bitter. They jealous. They want what we have, boo. Like, men always be saying that because they be on some fuck shit. Like, a person being single has nothing to do with the quality of their advice or the things they have to say. I know some bitter single people, single people, and I know some bitter people who are in relationships. I know some bitter married people. There are married people I would never take advice from. So I always hated that, you know, the fellas and always like, oh, you should listen to your single girlfriends. They so bitter. And I'm just like, but I'm not bitter. Like, <laughs> I'm not angry. I don't want your relationship. But me telling you that, you know, this dude ain't treating you right, that don't make me bitter. And that doesn't mean, you know, I can't give you quality advice. So the title is just like a big fuck you to people who feel like single people can't talk about dating and relationships. So that's kind of where it started. <laughs> um, I'm writing a book and it actually started from a book. And so I've been writing a book since 2018. And, you know, it's probably gonna be another two years. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that's real you know what i actually have to agree with you 100 because i've heard that from so many different men and, and women as well oh you're single you wouldn't know anything about because you're yes. single. i'm like god damn just because i'm single doesn't mean nothing i've been through some shit in relationships as okay well. come okay. on now i can tell you what not to do you know what i mean like and women do it too, because I don't want the fellas being on what she said, men, and I'm just speaking from my experience, but women definitely do it too. But women do it from a different perspective. Like they're like, well, I'm I'm in a relationship. So honey, you wouldn't know nothing about this. Basically, they they do it in that perspective. Like, like, because for women, it's you know, you're looked at um on a higher pedestal if you're in a relationship. I mean, this dates back to, you know you know, decades, centuries ago, where women were seen as property. So when you're spoken for, when you're taken in society's eyes, you're seen as, you know, like someone who is worthy. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. women are just like, well, you're single. So you just, you wouldn't get it. So yeah, fuck all that shit. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Fuck all that shit. So, so tell me about this book that's taking you two years to write. So yeah, I really just wanted people. I've been single for many, many years. I date a lot though. And then a lot of people were coming to me for advice. Like people who were in relationships too were like, do you think I handled this situation right? And I'm like, no girl, you need to learn how to communicate with your man, you know? And I'm like, people are always coming to me for advice. And I feel like I do have, um, you know, a pretty good perspective on dating and relationships and just the things that I experienced. I want people to learn from me and some of the mistakes I made. 
Um, and so really the book is just about me talking about the things that I've learned and situations that I've been in. And as I've been writing it, it's it's been a process. It's a slow burn because I didn't realize how how because these are my stories I didn't realize how impacted I was by it because you know like one of my exes got married two years ago and I didn't you know we have been exes for a minute but I was just like damn why does he get to get married when he treated me like crap but I'm out here still single so that was a whole five pages in the book <laughs> you know so but then after that I was just like oh okay I need to take a break from this book I didn't realize it'd be such an emotional journey but these are my real stories and you know, things that have actually happened to me. But what I'm doing is taking away some like general learning lessons and the signs that I should have seen many years ago. And, you know, I just wanted to, you know, be a fool. So it's, it's taken me a little while, but I'm excited. I might actually finish it next year though. Like I need to, it's, it's been a while coming. <laughs> so I, I might finish it this year. <laughs> I totally feel that. I totally feel that. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of my exes, um, as soon as they got done with me, the very next man got them pregnant. I'm like, damn, that Ooh. is fast. Like, God damn, now you in a whole family. You about to start a whole family with another nigga. I'm like, damn, and you with this motherfucker? God damn, like, what the hell? And I'm just like, that should be me starting a family or something Ooh, like that. You know talk about saying? it. So, come on. That should be me. That's supposed to be my kid. <laughs> Yes. It's, it's it's hard when your exes move on so it's just you know i've been through some things and i don't want people to you know go through the things that i went through just because i was being young or naive and so i was just like i'm gonna tell y'all my business because i want y'all to be better i don't want y'all to you know <laughs> deal with the shit that i dealt with you know oh no i feel i feel that which is why on every episode which is why i'm so open about my um, relationship experiences because hey i don't want people to make that mistake but mm -hmm. on the flip side you're also like you know what hey you're that to that man hey you're her problem that's your problem now my nigga. Oh, that's all you know yeah you don't have to like miss your exes to be upset about the fact that they moved on you know and, and i'm we keep it very real on my podcast like and i know y'all keep it real over here Mm -hmm. I don't want you, but I feel some type of way that you get to, like you said, how, how you get to create a family now. For me, I'm like, damn, you really gonna marry her? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you get to feel some type of way, even if you don't necessarily want that ex. You know, we're human. It is what yeah, it is. It is. And also in that same breath, you're like, now that they done started a podcast together, I'm like, girl, you could have hopped on Liquor Talk. You could have, you told, I told yeah. you about the episodes. You could have hopped on with me, you know what I'm saying? We could have did a couple episodes together, but no, you want to start off with him. The so-and-sos. No. Well, talk with the so-and-sos. You know what? Have that, though, you know? So she got a podcast with her new man. Yep. Oh, that's ghetto. She and did then, that to you. <laughs> you know what? I'm like, well, she thinks she's spiting me, but I'm not even paying attention. It's like, yeah. she, get, yeah, she get, I'm just bringing it up for the podcast, but I, I've hit, have I hit play on the podcast? No. Mm -hmm. So I could probably guess who the, who she would probably learn from, you know what I'm saying? So. Man, that, that, that's, that's messed up. That's messed up. Listen, <laughs> listen, I, I've had some messed up love stories as well. So I could definitely, I can write up. <laughs> I'm like you, I could write a fucking book about it. Cause I'm yeah, like, period, oh, period, do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what happens? I now I did have this issue. What happens when you do find out boo or whatever? Do you still go by the list till you single friend Monica or what happens? Yeah, I will. Um, because like 
people will refer to me and say, oh yeah, my single friend, you know what I mean? But it's like, like I said, the title is still kind of a misnomer. So in a very, like, I think in the first episode I talked about it, it doesn't matter if I'm in a relationship or not. The whole concept that I'm trying to explode and get out of people's brains is that your relationship status really doesn't have a strong indication on the quality of your advice or on your integrity. Because I feel like, you know, when you're giving people advice, it really comes down to integrity. And for me, um, I'm able to discern very well and um, I'm able to see both sides very well. So there's multiple levels that require someone to give good advice. That doesn't require them actively being in a relationship today. Because to the people who say stuff like, well, you know, what's a single person gonna say about this? What's a single person gonna say about that? Okay, so let's say I get a boyfriend tomorrow. Suddenly, is my advice quality because I got a boyfriend now? You see what, like, what I the, see where you come from. The implication behind single people and being able to speak on dating and relationships is bullshit so when i do get in a relationship first of all i ain't telling nobody until like a year <laughs> um i'll probably talk about the guy on the show if he make it past the six month mark but um at that point i'm just going to transition i have like 150 topics that i want to cover because that was my biggest thing i felt like for the people who were giving relationship advice to single people, they were in relationships. And I'm like, you've never seen Tinder. You've never seen a dating app. So how are you going to tell me? You know what I mean? Thank so, you. Hello. Hello. It's a lot of married people who I feel like are exploiting. Some of them are in it for the good, good reasons. But there are people, I mean, you want Instagram. You know, your ex got the podcast with her, boo. A lot of people realize that relationships are money makers on social media. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like, they take that and like, I'm going to, I'm in a relationship. So since I'm in a relationship, I'm going to tell single people what they should do. And single people eat that shit up because they're like, oh, look at these beautiful pictures. I want this relationship too. You see, they post yeah. all the pictures mm -hmm. of their coupleship. Look at me and my cute kid. Look at our new house look at my husband you know look at us on vacation yes, yes all that yes I, and the folks eat it the fuck up you know what i mean and so i'm just like no fuck all that shit when i get into a relationship i am going to change the um kind of change some of the topics so like one topic that i'm really excited to cover is um being in a relationship after being single for a long time and that's not something I'm going to be able to talk about until I get into a relationship. So there's certain, there's still single stuff that I'm going to be able to talk about when I get into a relationship, you know, meeting a guy's parents for the, you know, meeting his family for the first time. There's still topics to cover when you're kind of new or back into the relationship field. I haven't met a guy's parents in years, you know what I mean? So it's like, there's still topics to cover. The title of the show is going to stay the same, but I do think that the, um, the narrative is going to shift a little bit, but you know, I still, there are still lots of single topics I want to cover. So once I get through my list, relationship or not, then we can start transitioning to, okay, you know, when to say I love you for the first time, you know, like that kind of <laughs> stuff. But like today's episode that I dropped was navigating common questions. Like when men ask you what you doing, shit like that, you know, and not stuff that you don't hear people talk about. <laughs> So, that, that's damn showcase because nowadays you hear people talking about their um their heartbreaks and where it went wrong and stuff. And also, I do say I do also want to give a shout out to some couples who have podcasts together who keep keep it real. You know what I'm saying? Because I know yeah. there are some, but 
that's not a lot of them because there are a lot of them that are just cheesy and stuff that want to be like, do this, do that. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to tell you about the heartbreak. They don't want to tell you about, oh, they may have been caught their person cheating or looking at other people, you know what I'm saying? Or they yeah. want to talk about how some of them may have secret Tinder profiles. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> but on. no, you're telling the truth, though, because there are there are couples who will keep it real. And those are the ones that I look to. I don't want to hear about, like, I want to hear about the cute shit. You know what I mean? But like one, one concept that I have explored before is um, people in relationships, specifically people who are married, always say, um, oh, marriage is so hard. You, you just, you don't get it. Marriage is just hard. You, you don't get it. And I'm like, so as a single woman, prepare me for that. You know what I mean? Tell me what is so hard. Oftentimes, all single people hear from married people is that it's hard. And nobody wants to be transparent and say, what exactly is so hard about marriage? I know that that's something that I want. You're telling me it's hard and you're telling me I don't get it. So help me get it. But I feel like a lot of couples like feel like they'll crack the, you know, picture perfect <laughs> thing mm-hmm. that they're going for, you know, that cookie cutter thing that they're going for if they keep it a hundred. But those couples that keep it 100, I keep them around me because I appreciate that. And and it it makes me, if you have friends who are in relationships or married and they keep it real with you, you're like, oof, you know, I want a relationship, but I'm not in a rush because I see the way y'all. <laughs> and it's healthy conflict. That's what we need to see more of is healthy conflict in relationships. But all we hear about is the cheating. There's so much that goes on in marriage and relationships that cause strife. It ain't got nothing to do with infidelity. We won't talk about that. And they don't tell us about that. <laughs> So I wish we could bridge the gap a little bit more, but yes, I do. I I, I totally feel you. You're like my spirit animal right now. (laughs) I feel this because I hear this from people all all the time. Like, oh, even people in relationships tell me, oh, you wouldn't get it until you're in a relationship and stuff. But I'm like, well, help me get it. You know what I'm saying? I remember years ago, I had a boss. He was just like, oh, don't listen to him. He over there single and stuff. Um, this young guy, he was like 19, and he just started his family. He was like, yeah, don't listen. I'm like. Hello, the reason I might be single is because, hey, I'm working on some things and guess what? It's mm-hmm. just not really working out right now. And I've tried. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I just threw my hands. I'm just chilling right now. Yeah. You know, I've run into people that always want to question you about, like, why are you single and what are you doing about it and stuff like. Yes. Um, for me, it bothers me when people ask, you know, why are you single? And it's something that people ask all the time. And a lot of times they don't mean harm by it. Um, but the question itself is a little bit like, it's insinuating that I'm doing something wrong or that something's wrong with me. And so now when people ask me why am I single, you know, today, I'm just like, oh, I just haven't, you know, you know, I'm, I meet a lot of great men. I just haven't met the right match for me yet that that's that's my answer but i i had to practice that answer (laughs) like it took me a long time to get to that point because i would get so frustrated because it's like like what are you saying about me you know what i mean like why why are you asking me why am i single as if you know like i'm the problem like first of all you don't know these streets and it's real hard out here like some people a lot of people just want situationships they don't want to commit or they want to commit, but they're looking for help and not for love. You know, it's just so many dynamics. And one of the biggest things for me recently has been finding people I have chemistry with, but I'm not compatible with. Mm. So it's like, there's levels to this. And so like, I feel like people really underestimate um, being in a relationship. And it kind of makes me look at people in relationships like, 
are y'all really a good match or did y'all like settle for each other? You know, yeah. it's really, it's hard to meet someone like, okay, we get along, but we're also compatible in these categories, in the categories where it matters, you know? So I do have people that ask me that, but I'm just like, I have my cookie cutter answer, but it, it took me a long time to get to the point of not being offended by that because I, I was frustrated with being single at that time. And so I'm just like, but I don't want to be single. So why are you asking me? Why am I single? I don't know. Ask the men's on the streets. Like ask my ex. I don't know, you know, but I don't know. I feel like people ask that question just to be asking yeah. because even if I have, I said this earlier today. If I truly have some character flaws, let's say I am a clingy ass bitch and we exchange numbers and I'm blowing up your phone, I'm on your FaceTime, I'm wanting to see you every second. Let's say that's my situation. If you ask me why am I single, I'm not going to say, oh yeah, I'm a clingy bitch. That's why I'm single and men don't like clinginess. Like, I'm not going to say that. So I'm like, I just, I think people just ask why are you single just for the sake of asking? Because even if there is a character flaw there that would require the person to be self-aware about the character flaw and then be honest about it it's, it's levels to this you know what i mean because first of all do you know you know what your issues are what your character flaws are and are you going to be honest with the person you're seeing about that and chances are it's neither so mm-hmm. i don't care for that question <laughs> yeah i think I, I think i got to a point I don't, I don't care for that question even even when i'm on social media i'm like you know what i'm about to tell y'all asking this same question so that's why that's why i just make up some bullshit answer you know what i'm saying i'll just like and also i got to point of telling people like look i know my fucking value you know what i'm saying because i know you me as know a man uh, <laughs> yes because i know me as a man my age for me not to have kids and the way y'all just devaluing men for having kids i'm like yeah i ain't got no kids got two jobs i'm probably, come on now how old are uh, you i'm 30 okay how do you not 30 yet. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I just turned 29. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, well, you got one more year, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> one more year of youth. One more year before it was a wrap. Yes, yes. Hey, but hey, you know what I'm saying? But they say 40s and they, I've had people older than me always tell me, you're so young, you're still a baby. I'm like, yeah, yeah. tell me I'm a baby when I'm only 30. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank, thank you for that. I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I got another question about this. So do y'all feel like people in the dating process, like is the dating process really find out why a person is single and and, and just hauling ass instead of seeing the good in them and want to work on their character flaws and stuff? <laughs> because I've run into like a lot of people that be like, oh, I just see why you're single, but won't say it. But just next thing you know, they're just like, oh, I'm not interested. I'm like, you barely even know me to be not like that. I don't know. It's complicated because you know, what you're getting at is, do people owe people the common decency? Do they owe that to them? No. Is it nice to have? Yes. So, like, there's been guys, because I'm not a ghost there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not in, some people are, you know, like, oh, so I, I'm just not going to say nothing and let them go away. I'm not that type of person because being ghosted isn't cool. But one thing I have an issue with is, how much am I going to explain when I tell somebody I'm not interested, you know? And this one particular guy, I told him, hey, it's not going to be a match. And he was like, but why? <laughs> and I was just like, if I'm telling you I'm not interested, take, take it as it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the thing was, the first time we talked on the phone, I could tell that he was like needy. And I could tell that our, I could tell that we weren't, I know myself, I could tell we weren't going to be compatible at all. 
And so how do you tell a person that you don't, like you said, I don't really know you. How do I tell a person that I don't really know? I mean, you're cool, but you seem very needy and I think you're going to get on my nerves and I don't think it's going to be a fit for me because I need a certain type of guy. That's bold. So do we, you know what I mean? Like we have to be careful what we asking for. Do we really want people? I there, there have been times where I, I did want the guy to tell me why, but that's not going to change the fact that he wasn't interested or didn't want to pursue anything anymore. Um, I think there is a value in feedback. If 10 people say you're needy, you're probably needy. You know what I mean? Right. But I see why people don't say, give the reasons. You know what I mean? Like I see why people see the flaws and don't say anything because it's a sticky situation to be in. But I also think it depends on how long you've been dating someone too. Like if with that guy, if we've only been talking for like two or three days and so I'm just like, hey, I'm not interested. You know, if it's somebody you've been dating, it's been, you know, at least, three dates or three weeks just let them know hey you know what we've been hanging out but I'm realizing that I need someone who you know is x y and z but it's hard it's hard do you tell women why you don't fuck with them no more I mean I mean it is hard but sometimes I will say to a woman hey I'm just not interested or is this just you know do you tell her why some of them I have told why, like, I remember I told one, it's just, you're just not being consistent with me, you know what I'm saying? Okay, you need to be consistent in your communication and your energy and stuff. So it's like, I've told a few of them that, but then it's just, and then I've had some that just, we just didn't communicate. They they didn't communicate with me and I didn't communicate with them. I was, I'm like, you know what? Sometimes you get tired of being the one having to feel like you're carrying the relationship. Out. So it's yeah. like, that's what kind of makes it easy for me just to go ghost if I feel like I'm always carrying the relationship, you know what I'm saying? If I'm always the one got to reach out and stuff to make things happen. So that's what made it, that's what made it easy for me just to say, forget this, you know? So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so now another question, how do you get over being frustrated with being single? Because sometimes it can get annoying, like, you know what I'm saying? And also it get annoying. And also, it don't help when your family, when you go around your family, they're like, when are you going to meet somebody? Why are you always single and stuff? Where are you going to meet somebody? And then also, you got friends like, oh, why don't you out here hollering at people and stuff? Maybe because you get tired of the process. So, like, how yeah. do you deal with being frustrated and single? Well, I'll address the family part and the friends part. People know not to come to me with that shit no more. Because my thing is, people are so quick to say, oh, but there's good men out there. Okay, but I'm not a match with every good man. Like I talk about the compatibility and the chemistry thing. But you all up in my business, mom, dad, granny, best friend, whoever, you always got something to say. So how about you? introduce me to I, I am so quick to tell someone like oh well do you have any single men that you recommend people will shut the fuck up <laughs> because oh. it's like it's like you are talking about like you think i don't be out here you think i'll be in these streets you think i'll be trying you know what i mean <laughs> like people really really like oh well i'm sure you know and the first thing with family and friends is they're quick to point out your character flaws because they know you well jazz you know you're kind of hard on people yeah i am but the reason me and the last guy are not talking is because he wasn't consistent that had nothing to do with me being hard on him so it's hard with friends and family because it's like they know you and they know they know things about your behavior that may contribute to your singleness so again feedback is a gift sometimes it's okay to listen to what they got to say but also Shut the fuck up. And unless you got somebody to recommend to me, leave me alone. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> like, <yes. laughs> leave me be. But 
don't know. It is. It's tough. It's tough. I go through phases. I call them single spells when I'm just like, wow, this is really, this is it. This, this, I'm just going to be, I'm not, I don't like cats. So I'm not going to be a cat lady. I'm just going to be the bougie auntie with a lot of boyfriends. Like this is just, it, I go through single spells where I'm just like, dating is ghetto. All these guys just want to fuck. Nobody wants a real connection. Everyone's weird. Like I go through spells. Um, for me, I just, I just let it happen. I give myself like a day to just like throw a pity party. And then the next day I'm like, I'm over it. Like time to get back on the apps because I know what I want. You know, I want marriage and I want love and I want consistency. And like throwing a pity party is not going to, <laughs> it's not going to give me any of that. <laughs> it's not going to give me any of that at all. So fill the fields. It is hard. And sometimes you got to take yourself out the streets. Like sometimes you got to take yourself out the streets and just be like, you know what? I'm going to work on me right now. Like, you know, or, pe- or people get what I call dating burnout. You have been on 10 dates this month and ain't nothing came from it. Might be time to sit on the bench, you know? Yeah, so. that's definitely the case. <laughs> Or also, I definitely that from a man's perspective, you always run into women who want you to break the bank on them. It's like, no, hold on, what you? I'm just chilling, you know what I'm saying? We don't, I don't really know you like that to be talking about some, oh, we're gonna go to this fancy restaurant. And sometimes we will suggest a fancy, uh, a, a decent restaurant. Then she's like, no, they'll pick a bougie spot. I'm like, okay, you're gonna pay for the bougie spot. They get real quiet, you know what I'm saying? But I definitely feel you on the date and burnout <laughs> now. I recently, I'm like you, I recently just got back on the apps because, hey, your boy got a fresh cut. So I was like, you know what? Okay, I, I done got back on the I went off. Yes, okay, <laughs> fuck it. I done got a cut now. So you know what? Let me just go ahead and get back on here because, um, hey, I had to go to an event, so I had to cut. So you know what? Fuck <laughs> it. I'm going to get back on these apps. You know, they be frustrating and stuff. And people, they, people don't, it's not like they don't really understand what the hell you might be looking for and stuff. So it's 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 a lot. It is a lot. The apps are ghetto. I hate it. I did a whole episode about it. The apps are very ghetto, but I think it's a great means to an end. My theory is this. I am not in a position. I am single and I am looking and I'm not in a position to turn up my nose at methods of meeting men. I'm just not. So I know people who met their man at a strip club. You know what I mean? I know people (laughs) who met their man on Tinder. You know what I mean? Like I know people who were at the gas station, girls at the grocery store looking bummy. One of my girlfriends just got married, walking down the street, eating a burger. This man stopped her on the street. That's her husband now. Like, wow. you know what I mean? So like, I, I I surround myself with those kinds of stories and stuff because I'm just like, it can happen anywhere, anytime, any place. So I'm not going to sit up here and turn my nose up to it. But one thing about my listen to your single friend platform I'm big on is closed mouths don't get fed. And so like a lot of women like to sit here and just be like, well, you know, men are supposed to be hunters and women are not supposed to do anything. And if a man really wants you, he's going to come after you. And I'm like, fair, but is it going to kill you to say hi? Like in the grocery store? Is it going to kill you to speak first on the elevator? Like women kind of take it too far sometimes with the whole, you know, men should be the dominant one. I agree in a general perspective. I think that men, just the men that I like to date, I prefer for them to take the lead. However, I'm okay with saying hi. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of women feel like, oh, well, I if I say something first, that means that I'm like doing too much or that I'm taking the lead. Saying hi to a man is not the same as saying, you know, take me on a date. <laughs> 
be my husband you know yeah. because like what because a lot of you women don't realize what that high might lead to you know what i'm saying if i see a beautiful woman and she says how we engage in conversation based on where the conversation goes it might lead to me like hey asking for the number and seeing mm-hmm. where it goes you know what i'm saying striking up that conversation so you just never really know so you you gotta take that shot you know Period. I say all the time, get them in the alley. The alley oop. I'm not. This is basketball time. Yeah. The alley oop. Give them the alley yes. oop. <laughs> and I was like, it ain't nothing wrong with saying hi or looking. Like I still work on the like, you know, stare the sexy eyes at the at the bar thing. But like, it, it's it's ways to give a man the green light. And it ain't nothing wrong with giving him an assist. And that's all it is is an assist. You are not leading this whole situation, which is a fear for a lot of women. I don't want to be the one leading this i don't want him to you know get lazy give him the assist and you know women the numbers aren't in our favor you know if a you know intelligent good looking man walks into a room and it's 10 ladies how does he know which of the 10 beautiful ladies to choose from how the one that's staring at him at the bar or the one that said hi when he walked by now they got his attention and all they did was break the ice that's it they didn't throw ass. They didn't do nothing crazy. They didn't walk up and say, you need to take me out. You fine. You know, it's little shit. It's little shit. Yes. See, I'm glad you get it. You know what I'm saying? And it sounds like you get it and you hold the ladies accountable, which which is something I respect the hell out of. You know what I'm saying? Because not a lot of women, they do that. They will tend to gang up on a man for one to hold a, a man, for hold a woman responsible. You know what I'm saying? So I, I really do appreciate that. I keep it funky on both sides. I'm going to tell the ladies when they're wrong, and I'm going to tell the men when they're wrong. I'm going to tell the men they're wrong more, though. <laughs> but no, nah, I keep it real. I keep it real with everybody. I want people to get out their own way, period. My audience is predominantly single women, but I got male listeners, too. So, yeah. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I, last I checked you out, too. You know what I'm saying? So what's your advice for the single men out there? Be honest about your intentions Mm. early very early very early as in like within the first couple messages um and I don't know for me it's just honesty and communication I can only speak from my experiences in the last year all the men I've dated it's really for me it's not about meeting good men it's about meeting men who um, are emotionally available so honestly my advice for the single men is go get therapy and I'm not trying to be funny like go get therapy there's some healing to do particularly for our black men feeling like they can't show emotions um or be vulnerable and dating a man who's been in therapy is like a whole different world because <laughs> wow. he actually is it's a whole different world like but I really do recommend like man just you know look inside yourselves and figure out like that emotional aspect because for me that's that's my biggest struggle and I think that I just wish men would be more more vulnerable emotionally <laughs> like and, and listen I feel like men don't be listening like just listen but just general advice be more vulnerable be more available women women are caretakers by nature unfortunately we all are even though i don't want to admit it we are so we appreciate that and i see often men feel like well we're supposed to be tough we're not supposed to show our emotions 
you know, if you plan on getting married or you want a relationship, at some point you're going to have to indulge in this person in an emotional capacity. Men is quick to drop the draws, but they can't let down one of those layers or tell me how they broke their heart. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I wish that there was a little bit less of a disconnect between that. So. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. It's like some of us, we just, we don't want to get burned again. We're like, y'all, we don't yeah. want to get burned again. So it's like, we'll just up the wall you know what i'm saying not really open up to that woman you know what i'm saying so i definitely agree with that there now how is it that if a man does everything y'all want like he communicates he's vulnerable why do a lot of y'all tend to put that man in the damn friend zone and tell him he's just good enough to be a friend i'm like what the fuck is wrong with y'all and then some of y'all y'all put them the good man in the friend zone and then the nigga who treats y'all wrong y'all on social media crying about it. niggas ain't this niggas ain't that like nah uh-uh i need i need to hear this like what the hell do men do to oh make my god put just say no you're good enough to be a friend i think the friend zone is a myth what? i think it's a myth it's a myth i feel like what happens is one issue that i have with women and this is i have this issue regarding dating and sex women have an issue being honest with their male partners and i think the friend zone is this safe space because she didn't want to let a guy down and so what women will do is they'll meet a guy and they'll say oh you're such a nice guy but it's not going to work. So you got this bitter ass, nice guy walking around. Well, she said I was nice. <laughs> Why don't she want me? There was just like we talked about a second ago. There was something where she realized that they wouldn't be compatible. There's a chance that she may not feel like she might want a more, you know, dominant guy. He might be a more passive guy. It could be a number of things, but she didn't say that. All she said was, you're cool. We should be friends. So it just goes back to that thing about like, do you really owe people an explanation? And so, I mean, I don't know. The girls be crying over the men. They be crying over it because they don't want to do better. Yeah. <laughs> but I wish men would let this friend zone shit go. There is a reason that men be in the friend zone. The women just don't be honest about the reason why. And, and they do the same thing with sex. With sex, a lot of men think they out here doing what they're supposed to be doing and they they not. A lot of women not having orgasms. And so, and the thing is, women don't feel comfortable saying the thing. Hey, I would prefer you not to do that thing where you bite me. You know what I mean? Like women don't be saying the thing. And so you have you have a lot of men going out here, going around here thinking, I'm a nice guy and I'm laying down great pipe. Meanwhile, he's giving very mediocre dick and he's not a nice guy at all. He's an asshole. <laughs> but women don't be saying the things. And so that's one of my frustrations with women. Start telling these dudes, you're a fucking asshole. Like, you're a jerk. You're not that nice. Or, hey, you're a little bit of a pushover. I could tell that, like, there is a guy, the guy with the first phone conversation, and I knew that we weren't going to be a match. Like, I could tell I could get whatever I wanted from him. Just, I mean, we were on the phone for maybe 30 minutes. And I was just like, this ain't going to work. Cause I'm going to take advantage of this guy. <laughs> like, and I knew that cause I know myself. And so like, I could just tell that he was a pushover and he was already planning our life together. I don't even know you. And Damn, really? He planned yes. life together? Damn. Yes. He was like, oh, I'm going to be the one who cooks. I always talk about how I don't like to cook. He was like, I'm going to be the one to cook in our relationship. And I'm just like, I don't even know you. So it was just certain things that I picked up on that, you know, 
he was just very passive and I am very type A and I want to be type B in my relationship. So I have had to be mindful in the past of dating men who are passive because I end up becoming the person leading our relationship. And so I recognized that when I was talking to him and I'm just like, nah, this, this ain't going to work. And then for him to ask me afterwards, well, 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 can you tell me why that, that just was proof that you're not the type of guy that I want to be with. Cause you know what I mean? Like a real menace is like, oh, okay, she's not interested. Cool. I respect that boo. It's, it's a wrap. You know what I mean? We yeah, didn't listen. even know each other. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I've got to that point of, you know what I'm saying? Man, fuck you. It's whatever, you know what I'm saying? But it, no, one thing I hate about getting rejected sometimes is it can be coming during like you're having a bad weekend. You're just like having a lot going on. And then it's just like, you know what? Now this guy, damn. So that that's that's what sucks. That's true. Sometimes that's getting true. rejected. And sometimes people don't realize that maybe this person is just having a shitty week if they had just yeah. lashed out after getting rejected. So yeah. like I said, I've had that happen to me. Like I'm just having a crappy week. And then on top of that, a girl I seem to be interested in tells me, oh, I'm just, you're just not the man for him. Like, of all this shit going on now this right, right. i thought i was gonna get this week what did i do and i also think that 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 situation was peculiar peculiar because like i said we had only been talking for a couple of days <laughs> and this was our first phone conversation <laughs> and i was just like yeah i don't even know you why do you care like it's just too much but i do i i don't like the ghost people and if it's been more than a couple of weeks, I'm going to, I'm going to at least, I'm not going to say you're an asshole, but I'm going to at least give some context or, you know, say something, you know, real political, like, oh, you know, I'm just looking for someone who's more consistent, that kind of thing. But it's tough. Do we really owe people that explanation? I think it would be so fun. Side note, I have thought about this and I know it's ridiculous. I want to send all the men I've dated a survey, an anonymous survey, and have them give me feedback. <laughs> You know, that's not a bad idea while you bullshitting. That, but see, um, I would do that, but I know a couple of people I've dated, um, we blocked on Twitter, so I'm like, I don't know how the hell, I don't know, I even know how the hell I would get in touch with them, because we blocked on Twitter. I may have blocked their phone numbers as well, so I don't Yikes. even know how, how I would, it's like, how I'd get in touch with them, and it's like, so, because for me, it's like, once I'm done with you, we just, once we, once we're done, we're done. I was just like, there's no reason in keeping in touch with you you know what i'm saying mm. so, you ain't friends with none of your exes mm -mm, none of them because you know what because this is this they're lost because i feel like it's their loss you lost a fucking good man so you know what y'all you don't deserve to see my w's you know what i'm saying <laughs> and i certainly don't give a damn about your relationship issues because Period. i know one person that was crying about oh this man did this i'm like well you could have had me motherfucker Ooh, child so that's kind of that's kind of my feeling towards that, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, do you ever look back at some man that you know you wish it would have worked out on, you know? Um yes and no. Like there are men that I wish that we were more compatible. Like there were men that I had chemistry with. Ultimately, things that didn't work out, it was for a reason. And I have made peace with every single man that I have dealt with. Um, but the only ones that I'm just like, dang, that sucked. It was because we got along very well, but we just weren't compatible in certain categories. So I'm just like, we could have had a good thing. It's just, you know, 
we trying to fit a square into a circle and it's just it just it's just not gonna work so do you ever feel like timing it could be off you know what i'm saying because you could be right meet the person at the right time or at the wrong time you know so do you feel like timing is off or is it just absolutely 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 there there have been men that i dated and it's just like they had a lot of shit going on i had a lot of shit going on you know we we wasn't it wasn't moving the way that it was supposed to move um but i just i don't know i just feel like everything happens for a reason and i'm big on like the law of attraction if it's gonna be it's gonna be it's already written so it's like you know if it is a bad timing thing maybe this was something there was something i was supposed to learn from you in this experience and and, and that's something that i want people to take away from every person you date, like, even if you just went on one date with them or whatever the case may be, you should always be walking away from your dates and from the people you're dealing with. Like, what did I learn from this situation? Even if they were like a shitty communicator, you learned that, hey, I know how to assert my boundaries and I know how to advocate for myself. You know, like you're practicing advocating for yourself by saying, you know, you don't communicate at the level that works for me. (laughs) And that's not something that I want to deal with. So for me, I think that there's something that you can always learn from people. So I don't really look back with regret. I I don't. I don't really look back with regret. Yeah, I am am learning how to stop demonizing people um, for like things not working out, like not being compatible. Like, I do get frustrated because I'm just like, oh. well, if you just was a better texter, you know, but that's just, that's just not a thing that, you know, he could do because that just wasn't his thing. And so I'm like, well, I know that this is what I need. So I don't know. It sucks. They just get Yes, it does suck. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Look and Talk. The more you drink, the better we sound. You're dealing with two single people right here. And yeah, what? we, yes, we both need the liquor for this episode. You, know, <laughs> you need some liquor if you're listening to this episode, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, do you ever get to a point where you get tired of beating yourself up? Because I remember when I was in college, I had this older professor tell me, he said, Victor, stop beating yourself up. You know what I'm saying? You're the kind of man they want. It's these women out here. They just, they're blind to it. I said, well, do you ever get to a point of maybe I need to stop beating myself up so much and stop being so hard on myself? Um, Yes, because I be out in these streets and it's, it's not always me. And what's affirming to me is like, I had and one of my aunts, for example, she's 35 or 36 or whatever. So she's a little bit older, but like she's hip enough. And so she's just like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, you know, like, oh, like she literally played on my Tinder app one day, swipe with him, swipe with him, like always giving me advice. And I just would tell her, I'm like, it's not, it's not me. You know what I mean? Like these men on these apps, some of these men I mean out, they're just not looking for, especially at like, you know, late twenties, people just, we on our hustle, we're on our grind. Like everybody's just not looking to be settled down right now. It is what it is. But I kept trying to explain this to her and she didn't get it. And she's like, well, you're probably doing this. You're probably doing that. And she did try to set me up with somebody. And she watched the situation crumble. And she was like, the light bulb finally went off. She's like, wow, I get it. She's like, I, I finally see <laughs> what you're dealing with. And I, that was affirming to me because it's like, I've been trying to tell your motherfucking ass. It's not me. Like sometimes it's these dudes. And it, it took her seeing it play out in real time because it was a guy that she knew and he just wasn't putting up the way that he was supposed to. And she was like, damn. Yeah. 
You know, I will say the one person who kind of gets it is my little sister who's in a relationship. She kind of gets it when I tell her the bullshit I've dealt with. And one of the women, and that was a woman I brought to her. And I thought, okay, maybe that might be a sign that maybe I might sell some of her. It's like, people, if somebody brings you to their family, they fucking value you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't think okay. people realize that. So, and even my sister saw it. She was like, yeah, that girl's on some bullshit. So, mm. she, even she can see the... This is another woman seeing the bullshit I deal with. I'm like, damn, this is bad when another woman sees the bullshit you deal with. And I remember there was one chick I had my eye on. It's like, and she was drinking me. My sister was even like, you know, that chick is on some bullshit. So I will say, thank God for your siblings. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I got, they, there's been some angry rants that y'all could have got. Hey, if my sister was somewhere around, hey, y'all better thank God, you know, so. Man. It's, it feels good having people see you. And it's like, I know I got my things. I call them jasminisms. I got my things, but it don't, it don't always be us. People always assume, and that's why I hate that why are you single question. It don't be us all the time. If yes. people just like, I want to love on you. You don't want to fucking text me back. <laughs> it don't be us. Yeah, it nah. don't, it's like, damn, girl, I do want to take you out somewhere. And yes, I can cook for you, too. You know what I'm saying? You just tell me what you like. I do want to make the reservations and stuff. Because I be seeing restaurants on my Instagram page. I'm like, damn, this is a good restaurant. Let me mm-hmm. make a reservation. You know what I'm saying? I want to take the lead. I want to go ahead and be like, hey, are you busy during this time? Can I go ahead and book this reservation for us? You know what I'm saying? I want to mm-hmm. do those things. But you're like, but these people out here, they don't be consistent and stuff. So now, how do you feel about regional love do you feel like it's something wrong with the dc men or is this just or do you have problems with people in every region because it's like sometimes i've dealt with some women from like up north like new york and uh, the midwest and they i realize some of them ain't shit you know what i'm saying so no nah, i don't i people are just who they are i think that you know you may find some commonalities but it's never a hundred percent you know just like black people aren't a monolith Men aren't a monolith, neither are women, like, and people from certain regions, you know, aren't the same, like, I can say I want a Southern gentleman, but I have met some niggas from the South who act like hood niggas from the Midwest, and I'm just like, wow, y'all are ghetto, (laughs) you know what I mean, like, so it's, you could you could say that, but it is, things are always what they seem, um, so regionally, I'm like, it's things I like about, like, I like how men on the East Coast are a little more raw, a little more aggressive, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, dudes on the West Coast are chill, I like the Southern gentlemen, like, there's different things that I like, but you can find that everywhere. And I don't think there's a bad pool in D.C., I just, I just think I haven't found my person. <laughs> I don't... Yeah. I, it, it's, it's a lot of people that you know there's a lot of people who are good on paper I put, like I said I never have an issue meeting a guy that's good on paper but it, it's, it's so much more than that you know it's, it's so much more than that I feel like that too I, I agree I can agree to him to a degree sometimes I think maybe it's these Florida women but then I realize Florida women are full of women that have migrated from other states you know what I'm saying True, yeah. uh, because I've realized that there are people that, that came from New York that came from Tennessee Kentucky you name it they done all migrate to Florida I'm like why the hell y'all all y'all asses then came to Florida and then the Florida decent Florida women they leaving for other places they going to Atlanta they going to Houston mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. like, so you may get that southern charm but she live in New York now you know what I mean like so I try not to 
I try not to make assumptions based on people's regions, but you know. I'm listen, I'm trying not to as well because I'm like, you know what? I done ran into some Midwest women who just are cold hearted and ain't shit. And I've, I've dealt with some a woman from Brooklyn who was that cold hearted. I'm like, you know what? I'm trying not to make these assumptions because I'll be podcasting with a lot of different beautiful women all across America. And I'm like, you know what? Y'all are the reason I'm still got hope that I'm going to be with a black woman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the thing is, like, as you meet people and you get to know different people, you might meet two different women from New York. One might be soft as hell. Now, I don't know a lot of soft women in New York, but you can meet one. You know what I mean? And so it's just like, as you get to meet people, it's like everybody's just not the same or she can seem soft on the in- exterior and be you know like inside very sweet very nice you know like it's some gangster bitches in new york though i love them <laughs> but like it's just I, I try really really hard not to do the thing like now from a socioeconomic level now i am okay you ain't got a college degree, you know what I mean? Like, what else do you want a business? Do you have a trade? You know, now there are other things that I'm looking at in that perspective, but just based off location, no. Nah. I feel you, I feel you. So are you the type now, are you that's one to be fluid out, like, or want to fly out to go meet a man, you know what I'm saying? Or have a man fly to you to meet you, you know what I'm saying? Are you that type or no? Situational. I feel like we are entering this interesting era of like sex work culture <laughs> like i feel like a woman and the girl's gonna be mad at me if you're being flued out you're being flued out to fuck do you have to have sex no can it is a thing women have rights you know what i mean like but in theory if a man is paying me or he's paying for my flight so i can come somewhere to see him there's going to be some hanky panky it's just it's implied you know so, like, the one time that this happened, I knew there was going to be some hanky-panky. But this also, I feel like it's different when it's, like, your average girl and then your Instagram model. You know, those girls get, they DM with a baller, and he's like, all right, I need you to come see me. <laughs> I think that's a different situation. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, I ain't got no booty pics on the gram. I'm I'm not one of the IG model girls. So, for me, if I'm getting flued out, it's, it's probably because I know the guy. And there's already been some rapport established. Like the guy that flew me out, I knew him in real life. I just didn't live in that location anymore. <laughs> so that was different. But I mean, I'm okay with that. You know, fly me out. But I, I don't act brand new to what this is either. So I yeah, just. At least you get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm honest. I know if I accept. Now I've been asked and I didn't accept because I already know what time it is. But if I accept, I know it's going to be some shit. <laughs> yes at, at least you get it you know what i'm saying you, you like you get it you understand it so it's like because i'm to the point now i just got on what i'm about to get on with an airline company so i'm like look in about 30 days i'm gonna be getting free flights so look shit i don't know i'm just like these, out? no it's either i'm either i'm gonna fly them out or i'm gonna fly my damn self because i'm yeah. like i'm getting tired of looking at florida you know what i'm saying because See, the girl is going to want to come to Florida. Are you near my, like, I'm going to come to the beach, okay? Like, the girl yeah. is going to want to come down there. <laughs> yes, I'm in Tampa. We by the beach. I'm right mm-hmm. by the beach. So, the yeah, girl is going to want to come down there. But I think it's a, it's situational. Like, if this is someone from high school that moved to Cali, you know what I mean? But you know them. You just haven't seen them in 10 years. Like, I feel like that's a little bit different. But 
the premise is still the same. We're, you know, you're flying out for an experience that is going to include some hanky panky. <laughs> I just wish people would be honest about that. Yes. Like, <laughs> be honest. And I wish the men would be honest about that too. Like, you flying bitches out the fuck. Like, oh no, I want to show her a good time, a good experience. Yeah, but if she flies back home and you haven't had your dick touched, you're going to feel some type of way. So, like, let's. Yeah. This is what no, I was I, talking I, about. I heard that. You know what? I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not can't even front. I have to agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look, yeah. If, I, if I'm booking you a flight, get you a hotel, and you don't you don't put it on me, yeah, that might be last time you for me. If people were more, that's why when you ask the advice for the men, be honest about, be upfront and be honest. That's it. Like, that is what we're missing, men and women from this day and culture. Be honest. Like, the girls be trying to be coy. Like, oh, I'm just going to fly out and hang out with him. No, girl, that's not all you're going to do when you get out there. And it's okay. It's okay. But we just got to be honest about that. <laughs> just keep yes. it real. Just yes. keep it real. Now, what's your advice to, what do you want single people at the end of the day get from this? You know what I'm saying? What do you want single people out there, to, single men and women to ultimately get from this? um just stay open stay open and stay positive and if you're in a spirit where you're like this is the pits of hell and you just hate the opposite sex or the sex that you date like if you just hate everybody and everything and dating sucks for you take yourself out the game that's okay like it's okay to be frustrated also um and it's okay to put out there something that i say to women it's okay to say i want to be in a relationship you know that doesn't make you a weak woman to say you know i want a partner like that's okay now the ways you go about that matter but it's okay to be honest about that but my biggest thing is just you know be positive about your dating experiences go into everything. Like I said this before, you could be one swipe away from your spouse. You know what I mean? You could be one visit to the club from me and your person. Like it, it's, that's why I like those cute meat stories about my friend walking down the street. Like I surround myself with stories like that because it's like, it really, it's hard, but it really could be that simple. And it really is that easy. So you know, this girl, I know they got married. She met her dude on Tinder, but she said that was the hundredth Tinder date I had been on. She said I was on Tinder for three years <laughs> and she ended up beating her husband. Awesome. But she kept her ass in the game. Okay. Stay in the game. If your head's not in the game, go sit on the bench. Yes. Cause like I said, I ain't gonna, I've been off and on Tinder and all them apps, the black, all them apps. I've been off and on them for the last couple of years. So if I can sit here and hang in there. I need y'all to hang in there as well. <laughs> Tinder's ghetto, though. I don't have good experiences on Tinder. I don't know. It might be me. I nah, I ain't got no good experiences on Tinder either. You know what I'm saying? Um, what's so hinge? Hinge be hitting. Hinge be hitting for me. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to bumbling soon. But Bumble is work because with Bumble. Yeah, y'all got to reach out first. <laughs> and that's how you can tell if a woman's really into you or not. If she going to send that first hello. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing I'm like, I, I kind of get it about Bumble. You know what I'm saying? But you also have the, but Bumble don't get it. There's these women that just want to have that man reach out to them first. I like Bumble because it does, like, it shakes the culture. Like, my first time, I was like, I have to message them first? Like, I was shook. And I'm like, wow, I didn't realize this is really hard having to send this first message. And I finally got what, you know, guys have to deal with sometimes. So, yeah, but I started doing, I say the same thing on Bumble and I actually got caught. I sent every guy the same message, Marvel or DC. And so this one guy, so, but in my profile, I talk about how the Dark Knight 
Rises is my favorite, or The Dark Knight is my favorite movie. And so this guy was like, oh, does every guy that you sitting at to say DC because you put that in your profile? And I'm like, who told you I said that to everybody? <laughs> but yeah, I do. I said the same thing to everybody because it's fucking hard. So I give the men props. I do. Yes. So, well, side note, uh, if a man does say Marvel, what you gonna do to delete him? Oh no, Marvel is my fave. I just like the Dark Knight. Okay, <laughs> and that's okay. what's so funny. It, it's, it's actually, a, the question is such a setup, which is why it was funny that that guy said that. Cause I was just like, Mar- I love Marvel. Like I'd be at opening night shows. Like I love, uh, DC is so shitty. I'm about to go on a tangent. DC is shitty, but Christopher Nolan does amazing things. And the Dark Knight trilogy is amazing. And it's top three for me. So it is one of my favorite movies, but I'm cool, Marvel. If they say DC, I'm like, wow, you have trash taste. <laughs> <laughs> it's a setup. <laughs> that's real. That's real. All right. My last question for you, and then we'll get you out of here. Why do people need to subscribe to your podcast? Because it's lit. I know y'all have fun listening to me here and talk to Victor. Like, come on over to the dark side. We have a good time. Come to death row. <laughs> nah. <Shit>. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um now it's just we talk about the single life the hat the tagline is the good the bad and the lonely so if you want to hear about all things single you're feeling some type of way about being single or you want some encouragement i do some fun shows i do some silly episodes and i do some real ass episodes so we range in the level of content it's not always oh being single sucks or this is how you get over your heartbreak sometimes we be talking about fuck shit like one of my episodes is talking about how we're not really city girls like bitches just want to be loved like so we have fun we have fun so definitely subscribe it's a great show we have a lot of fun over there yeah that's real uh jazz i want to thank you for having a round with me today on look at talk i do appreciate you know so i do appreciate the conversation and thank you because it's nice to hear it from another woman you know so a single woman's perspective so i do appreciate that you know what i'm saying Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. I had a blast. This is a great conversation. Mm-hmm. Hope your listeners enjoyed me. Invite me back one day. We can have a round two of this. Oh, I'm down I'm for excited. it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey. And whenever you're ready to have me on, like I tell everybody, I might be in Florida, but I'm just a DM away. So whenever you're ready to have <laughs> me come on to the list Absolutely. of friend, we can go ahead and make this happen. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. This is great. <laughs> yes. And thank you to listeners out there for listening to Look at Talk. Once again, this is your man, Vic. I want to thank you for checking out this podcast. Go ahead, support. Leave a like. Go ahead, follow us everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Wherever you get your podcast at. Go ahead, tell a friend to get around. You know what I'm saying? And until the next episode, remember to keep moving. And if shit gets tough, just take a shot. Keep moving. Well, nothing, in li- nothing in life lasts forever. Until next episode, we out this thing. Deuces, y'all. Deuces.